Sometimes we don't know what's real and what's not real. But we have to ask ourselves a very important question in order to find out or not. Are you an entrepreneur who's looking for motivation, strategy, and tactical guidance on taking your business to the next level? Do you like surrounding yourself with action takers who know what it takes to win? If so, you're in the right place. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm your host. Join me as I speak with some of the greatest business minds on the planet. Welcome to The Do Zone. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Proverbs 18.2 DC Tribe, Josh Thomas. Glad to have you. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the Do Zone podcast on Apple and or Spotify. One quick reminder, this podcast is brought to you by Unbreakable Teams. We help entrepreneurs build the systems they need to crush their goals, the teams they need to execute those systems and the accountability they need to make sure it all gets done. We are your fractional operations managers and strategic partners. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and you know you can't do it alone, go to unbreakableteams.com to learn more. I want to talk to you today about that quote. That quote was shared uh, on uh, Facebook by a friend of mine named Paul Beam. And I actually, he did not cite the quote or I didn't see the citing and I had to go and look it up. Uh, and it came from the Bible. Now, I'm not an avid reader of the Bible, but I certainly resonate with that particular quote. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. I've been in so many situations where that has been the case and it has proven itself to be true. And it tells me that if this was written in a book, that's more than 2,000 years old. Probably humanity has always suffered from this, and humanity will always suffer from this. And so what I want to do, though, is I want to dig into this a little bit deeper, and I want to talk about something that one of my very first mentors shared recently about a man that he met. And uh, this gentleman's name is Nate Brooks. Nate Brooks was my very first sales trainer. He taught me how to sell. I knew absolutely nothing. I couldn't get a job doing anything. And I call him up, and there's a sales job available. It was coming out of the, uh, the 2008 crisis. Nobody, could, nobody was really offering jobs anywhere. Uh, you know, I was, I was looking for something to do. And Nate called me up. He said, well, hey, you should come and sell stuff. I'm like, well, I don't know how to sell anything. He said, don't worry about it. I'll teach you everything you need to know. And uh, he has been and remains to this day one of the most influential men to ever enter my life. And I'm eternally grateful for him. And so anytime he is blown away by something somebody said, I take notice and I pay attention. Uh, and so very successful guy. He's out and he's having a conversation with someone. And the this gentleman, he did not name the gentleman, but uh, he did mention that he's one of the most successful and wealthy persons uh, that Nate has ever met. And Nate is a pretty successful guy by himself in his own right. So if he's saying that 
this guy must be really serious. And they were having a conversation, and the gentleman looked at him, at Nate, and said, if what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? I'll say that again. I'm going to let it sit. If what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? Now, that's a question, first of all, that's very complicated to even understand on the surface. But when you break it apart, when you dive into it, it kind of reveals everything. If what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? How can we apply that in our lives? How can we apply that to the initial quote from Proverbs? Fools do not seek to understand, but they delight in airing their own opinions. Do you actually want to know what the truth is, or do you want to remain a fool? And you know what? There's no right or wrong answer here. You don't have to know the answer. You don't have to understand. Nobody is forcing or obliging you to do that. In fact, this book, with 2,000 plus years of history since it's been written, tells you that humans have not figured out how to solve this problem, and they probably won't anytime soon. So the important thing about this, though, is you do have a choice. Do you want to understand or do you want to remain a fool? Do you find pleasure in airing your opinion? Or do you find pleasure in understanding? You can't really be both. Sure, there are exceptions for either one and all of that stuff. But you can't really be both. You have to pick one. I've been in situations where I have a difficult problem that I need solved. And I've had people bark out answers to me to these problems. But it's all very surface-level tactical stuff, usually. Hey, you should try this. Oh, have you tried this? Oh, well, you just got to do this. Airing their opinions. But what they didn't do, and hardly anybody was doing, is they were not seeking first to understand what the actual problem was. They were just trying to give an opinion about what the solution was without really clearly understanding. We must first seek to understand. Because if you, what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? If you have held a deep belief in something for your entire life, but that deep belief is categorically untrue, at what point would you like to be made aware of that? For example, uh, we have recently discovered as a society that broccoli, not all that good for you. But you know what? I sure was forced to eat a bunch of broccoli as a child. <laughs> and now there's some science that says, you know, broccoli's not really been, you know, it's not really a good thing for human beings to consume. Not necessarily. And okay, well, that's not true. When would you want to know that? I would like to know that right now before I ever eat broccoli again. And so that I can decide whether or not I want to go ahead and eat broccoli. If you are with someone and you kind of had this, this nagging feeling 
that they weren't quite good for you. They weren't quite right for you. When would you want to know the truth? When would you want to know objectively that, you know, maybe they've been running around and sleeping around on you. Maybe they've been talking bad about you behind your back. Maybe they've been sabotaging your career. When would you want to know that? Or would you prefer to stay in the dark? Would you prefer not to know? There's no right or wrong answer to this question, but it's a question that you must ask yourself. And it's a question you must ask yourself about the things, especially about the things that you quote unquote know to be true in your heart. Because your heart, let's be clear, your heart possesses no processors for logic. Your heart just pumps blood. Your heart feels. If you know something in your heart, you're kind of tacitly saying, I don't really know if this is true or not, but I want to believe it. And that's okay. Nobody's going to stop you. But if something is definitely untrue, when is that important for you? Do you want to know now? Would you like to have known at some point in the past or as soon as it became known that it wasn't true? Or would you like to not know anything at all? Me personally, I just want to know exactly what is, exactly when it is. Not one moment sooner, not one moment later. If I'm with somebody who does not love me, I want them to say, you know what? I don't love you. And for me to be, okay, if that's how you feel, you know what? I'm not going to fight you because it takes a lot of strength for somebody to say that. I want you to tell me right away. I don't love you. Okay. Thank you for that. That relieves me from the stress of believing something to be true when it's actually not. And then I can make my own decision about what I do from there. But normally what I'm going to do in that situation is I'm going to get myself out of it because I don't want to love somebody who does not love me back. Uh, and so unfortunately I can't really stop loving somebody, but you know, you get the idea. I get to make decisions because I have all of the information. And so when you don't have the information, but you know, there's more information to have in this envelope, I have the answer that you have spent your entire life searching for. Do you actually want this answer or do you want to remain in faith? If you were presented with that option, which one would you choose? There are many things that we do based on faith and trust. There are many actions that we take based on faith and trust. There are many things that we believe and many things that drive our life based on faith and trust. But if somebody was standing there in front of you with an envelope that had the definitive proof on whether or not your faith was well-placed, would you want to open it? And if you didn't want to open it right then and there, when would you want to open it? 
Would you want to open it on your deathbed? Would you want to open it at some other point in your life when you were having issues or struggling with something else and so this might be a distraction or a revelation? Would you want to do it right then and there? Would you wish that it would have happened earlier in your life? Who knows? Only you know and only you will know in the moment when you're presented with that option. So I'll leave you with this. If what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? That'll do it for this episode of The Do Zone. I really appreciate you being here. Be sure to subscribe, tell a friend, share this with somebody who needs to know about it. And if you're an entrepreneur looking to push through to the next level, but you don't really have the time or tools to do it on your own, go to unbreakableteams.com to learn more. And I look forward to connecting with you. Until next time, hey, go do something. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Share this episode with a friend. Screenshot it and add it to your Instagram stories. Smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever works best for you. If you're looking to crush your goals this year and level up your team, we're here to help. To learn more about how our scientifically backed process can increase your company's productivity by up to 300%, head over to unbreakableteams.com. That's unbreakableteams.com.